You are listening to Bullet Points. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello and welcome to Bullet Points, a monthly podcast brought to you by Women Against Gun Violence, where we update you on the latest topics in the gun violence prevention movement in just 15 minutes or less. I'm your host this week, Megan Odson. Before we jump into the topics at hand, I'll share a little about myself. I am a mother of two elementary school-aged children, a Women Against Gun Violence board member, and a co-founder of Culver 878, a local community group dedicated to preventing gun violence in Culver City, Los Angeles. Culver 878 has had great success in raising local awareness of critical gun safety regulations that will help protect our children and all who live here. We've been lucky to have a city council that supports our efforts and have passed several gun violence prevention ordinances in the past year. And now let's get started. Today, I'm going to talk about the very serious problem with a good guy with a gun trope promoted by gun owners who fantasize about being heroes and by the gun lobby to sell firearms. Then I'm going to address another recent mass murder of children in our country and what you can do to prevent future similar events. The gun lobby and radicalized gun owners often say that good guys with guns are needed to save the day, and sometimes they do save the day, though rarely. So far this year alone, as chronicled by the Gun Violence Archive, there have been over 10,000 deaths due to gun violence, and just 261 reported and verified incidents of defensive gun use. So let's address the fundamental problem with the idea that good guys with guns will save the day. Good guys with guns arrive after the shooting starts after people have been wounded, after children have been killed. It's responsive and not preventative. And I don't know about you, but my children are not expendable. I'm not willing to sacrifice my community's safety so that gun owners can rush in to save the day after the shooting and killing starts. And of course, we all know of instances where trained good guys stood by because they feared the shooter. In Uvalde, they stood just outside the classroom doors as children were being slaughtered. Now, imagine the likelihood of untrained good guys saving the day. We'll also mention that the most recent school shooting event in Covenant School in Tennessee was ended after law enforcement, quote-unquote, took out, their language, the attacker with guns. But this again after three children and three staff members were already murdered. There'd be no need to respond with guns if there were no guns causing the initial harm. The Nashville school shooter legally bought seven firearms in recent years from five different gun stores in the area, according to Metropolitan Nashville Police Chief John Drake and hid the guns from their parents before the massacre at the Christian school where three of the guns were used. Drake said investigators spoke to the shooter's parents, who revealed that their child was under doctor's care for an undisclosed emotional disorder. They also shared with investigators that they previously voiced concerns about their child owning firearms due to their condition. They told police they knew the shooter had purchased and sold one weapon, but were not aware they'd been hiding several more at home. Drake said Tennessee does not have a red flag law, so police did not have the power to take the weapons away. Red flag laws allow a concerned person or people to make an appeal to a court to temporarily restrict someone's ability to purchase or own a gun when there is a concern for their own safety or the safety of others. Tennessee can remain committed to relying on reactive measures, such as good guys with guns saving the day, or they can make efforts to prevent gun violence before it happens. It should also be noted that Tennessee has been rated F on the Giffords annual gun law scorecard because of their weak gun laws. The state even recently repealed a ban on short-barreled rifles and shotguns. Now let's talk a little bit more about school shootings. 
The Covenant school shooting was the latest event in our worsening gun violence epidemic. According to a Washington Post database, there have been 17 school shootings this year alone. And according to data from Everytown for Gun Safety, there have now been at least 39 incidents of gunfire on school grounds, resulting in 18 deaths, again, just this year. Only three months into 2023, and we've already seen more gun deaths on school grounds than in past years, such as 2016, and we appear to be on path to eclipse totals from other years like 2020, 2017, and 2014 as well. While most of the deadliest mass shooters are white, children of color face the most disproportionate threats from school gun violence, according to the Post, with Hispanic students two times more likely to face gun violence than the average, and black students three times more likely. Many gun violence prevention organizations like to say that gun violence isn't a political issue, but at Women Against Gun Violence, we beg to differ. There are two predominant political parties in the United States, one that advocates for statistically proven regulations that would help prevent gun violence, and another political party that largely says nothing can be done while they line their pockets with money from the NRA, firearm manufacturers, and other gun rights lobbying groups. One of the easiest ways you can help prevent gun violence, including school shootings, is with your vote. Vote out those who support firearms over our children. Vote in those who will ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, expand universal background checks, and require safe gun storage. The truth is, if people are prioritizing inflation, gas prices, and taxes with their vote, they don't care enough about American children. If they're prioritizing banning books, drag performers, and TikTok with their vote, they don't care enough about America's children. You have the power to prevent gun violence in our country. You must vote in each and every election, federal, state, and local, and you must get others to vote too. Be sure your voter registration is up to date. Make certain you know any identification requirements or voting restrictions. Know the candidates and where they stand on firearm regulation. If you can afford to, donate to candidates who will vote for strong and impactful gun laws. Be a single-issue voter. As always, thank you for your continued support of Women Against Gun Violence and the work we do. If you haven't already, please sign up for our action alerts at wagv.org. Follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at at WAGV and on TikTok at at WAGVorg. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about, please be sure to email us at WAGV at WAGV.org. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next month. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at wagv.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.